Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again to the locker room to bring you all the UFC news, information, outlets, any other type of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, rumors and gossip that is going on in the UFC world. Now, this past weekend, we had a special event featuring Jamal Hill taking on Johnny Walker. Now, from just everything looking on in the standpoint, before this fight started, this had all the damn potential to deliver fireworks. Just given the history of these men, they do not know submissions. No, they do not know heel hooks. They don't know arm bars or anything of the such. The only thing these two people know is how to knock each other out. And I predicted that from the beginning, given just their history of their fights and where they trained. Uh, Johnny Walker training with the legendary GSP's coach. And then Jamal Hill training with the same coaches he's had since he was a child and still sticking with them. And just talking to them, the interviews, where they carry himself. This had everything in the making to deliver fireworks. And that is what it did. If you did not watch the fight, do you want me to break it down for you? Uh, do you remember those car those car commercials where they have the blow-up doll where it like flings his arms from left and right? Uh, I think they had a good commercial on, on Family Guy where they have the wavy, wavy hands, floatable things, just throwing their hands up in the air for the car sales. Anyways, that is what happened in the first round when Johnny Walker got knocked out. I think it was about two minutes into the round. They were exchanging, filling each other out, um, you know, basically getting the spacing down. And Jamal Hill hit him with a looked like a looping right hand straight to the forehead. And Johnny Walker threw up his hands because he just got absolutely wrecked and just fell backwards. It was probably one of the most... Uh, I hate to say this, but comical ways to get knocked out. I didn't want to say that because even though it was a very bad knockout, he's still a fighter that could kick my ass any day of the week. But that's what he looked like. It was bad. Uh, thankfully, he uh, got up a little bit afterwards, and he did an interview with him and his wife saying he was okay and everything. So that was great to see this morning. But after that, it just shows that Jamal Hill is for real. He is a serious contender. And everyone in the 205-pound division, from Anthony Smith to Volkan Uzdemir, all the way to Jerry Pahachka, they have to start taking this guy for real. Because I don't think he is going anywhere anytime soon as he improves his record to a wonderful 10-1 and uh, Majority of his fights, all of his fights coming by finishing that he won in the UFC, the one loss coming to Paul Krieg when he had that arm bar on him. But I believe Paul Krieg wins that fight probably uh, two out of five times. But he still won that fight, so all hats off to him. Mentioning that, where does Jamal Hill go from here? Well, I believe he is going to take on Volkan Uzdemir. If you guys checked out uh, Ari Hawani or Helwani. <laughs> Ari Hawani's podcast, he has a nickname where it's called, he calls himself Hilwani because he's like the bad guy now. That, that's a story for another podcast. Uh, Jamal Hill was on there. He gave a real amazing accounting of what happened and basically the fights. He had six kids, by the way. God damn, he's the, 
probably get that little snip snip vasectomy there. But he was basically saying that he would like to have Volkan Uzdemir next, which I believe would be a tough test, and it would be a real test to see, is he ready? Because Volkan Uzdemir has now, I would say, put himself in the gatekeeper role. Kind of how uh, Derek Brunson was the gatekeeper at 185, but uh, he, we saw that fight win last weekend where, what's his name? What's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Um, Jared Cannonier, he was able to dethrone uh, Derek Brunson, and now he's going to get a title shot against Israel Asanya. So he was that just shows you how strong of a gatekeeper role is because if you beat the supposed gatekeeper in your division, it lets everyone know that you are ready. And I believe that is going to be his next fight. I believe it's going to be soon because he took almost zero damage in that fight. So don't be surprised if he's out again in the next three months. So shout out to Jamal Hill, a.k.a. Sweet Dreams, and I will be so excited to catch your next fight as we move on to this upcoming weekend's uh, event. Uh, Islam Mahachev taking on Bobby Green. Oh, God, Bobby Green. Why'd you sign this bout? I don't think you're ready. <laughs> Just because of the sheer chaos it would bring to the 155-pound division, I want Bobby Green to flatline Islam Mahachev which is a tall order considering that he wrestles with Khabib, and they're best friends. But, oh, I'm going to break that one down in the next two, three days here. I'll be so excited to call that one, to let you guys know my predictions on that, which is not really too far off where I believe it's going to happen. But, hey, that's for next weekend's podcast, and we will be here again to break it down soon. So tune in, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.